Welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show, where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner. Anthony Treywood. And we're about to have another highbrow idea in lowbrow packaging with our friend and mentor and confidant and investment professional, Bill Ottman. Just kidding. He's none of those things at all. None of them. But... We're gonna we're gonna have our monthly chat with uh, Bill again. Uh, we oh. call it we call it bullshitting with Bill. And we got a special coming up at the end of this video, so stay tuned yes, for that. Yes, definitely stay tuned for that. There's a special yes. announcement that uh, we're we're pretty stoked about. That's yep. going to be pretty big for uh, the Minds community and for us as well. So definitely stay tuned for that. You're about to see Bill Altman. Bullshitting with Bill. Bullshitting with Bill. Not me because he's pointing at me. Not, he's not no. Bill. Bill's not over Bill. here. Bill's about to be in the middle of us in a three-way. Stay tuned Watch for Bill. Listening to Unframe of Mind Show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. <laughs> well, <laughs> Nobody cares about YouTube anymore. We're, we're looking to go else, <laughs> elsewhere. There's a lot that's been going on since the last time we spoke, so... Yeah. What's going on? Well, uh, we got a strike against our account. Two warnings. They've pulled, I think, three of our videos. Yeah. Wow. All in a matter of, I think, three weeks yeah. or a month. Yeah. Right after we what? hit a, th- yeah. Right after we hit a thousand subs, all of a sudden. Yeah. We get, and and one of the video like they they were they went on a a hardcore like banning and banishing of anything QAnon related. Yeah. Yep. And one of the videos I had was, you know, um, satirically called Trust the Plan, Don't Give Up, QAnon. Oh, right. And, you know, a minute and a half of me making fun of QAnon and basically, basically it was satirical and they, they cut it down. And I have, I'm still waiting on the appeal on that one. They still, it's still sitting there on my dashboard with a strike on our channel looming over us. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But since wow. then, we've we've actually have uh, networked with quite a few people over on Minds, believe it or not. Um, Joshua TV through uh, Censorship Sucks. Um, we've all kind of bumped into each other over the last month. So with that being said, that's given us an avenue of looking at different platforms to live stream and and uh you know to record some content so that that's kind of the direction in which we're going because of the whole you know youtube situation but we'll talk more later on that so or, well, or now or now <laughs> yeah satire not not okay that's sad just out of curiosity it, it, i don't know anything about coding at all um i don't know anything about machine learning like at all but i just out just out of curiosity would it be possible in your opinion to create an algorithm that could de- detect and determine sarcasm and satire versus reality versus some, you know, I, cause some people looking at it can't even do that. Um, it's incredibly difficult. I think that you would need to detect like if the channel has a history of satire, which you do, you know, you do funny stuff and it's, it's, you know, if, it's about context. So, so if, because it can't tell the difference of between the language, because if you're writing, trust the plan, then, you know, that's all that it's trying to grab. Is it? It's just, it's, it's just going blanket through the, you know, all the language on the site and just anything with that it's, it's flagging. So it's not sophisticated enough to, to detect like your channel history and, you know, if, if it's comedy related and those types of scoring mechanisms could probably be built over time, but it's never going to be perfect. Oh, my right, God. I yeah. can't even imagine. You'd have to have like a full like all of uh, uh, a whole history of channel content to even start to make that determination at that point. It's what it sounded like. Like there's no it doesn't sound right. Like there's any way to do it right out the gate. They're just not going to happen. I mean, maybe in the future there will be tonality detection via text <laughs> yeah yeah via text <laughs> that's, that's one of the biggest issues i have with people is like people uh, like it's it, they don't understand that tonality does not transfer th- via text like no. you kind of have to already know the person a little bit to know like when they're being sarcastic and when they're just saying something to be funny or ver- when they're actually serious or they're actually angry you know versus feigning anger uh, to make a point 
and uh, people don't understand that communication aspect. It's 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 weird. Like even for me, I was like in my mid twenties during during some college course, and it seemed like such a novel idea that a communication requires a communicator and a communicatee. Like you both, like it's a two way street, and and not only do you have to communicate, but they have to understand what you're saying. And it's like I don't know why that was a light bulb moment in my mid twenties, but. Damn. I wonder how many other. Well, they could also make it way easier. I mean, they could just have a checkbox that is just satire. Oh, man. Make it so that the ch- channel has to, has to, uh, yeah. That would make more sense. I mean, that uh, would be a simple fix. That. Yeah. But that would defeat the purpose of satire. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, well, yeah, because part of the beauty is when people get tricked. Right. Yeah. The whole purpose of satire is you're kind of supposed to be in on the joke a little bit. But you then know? you kind of know, you kind of knowing going into what you're about to view is. So it kind of takes yeah, an element yeah. away from it. Like imagine, yeah, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be like visibly flagged on the channel. It would just be something for the channel creator, like when they're uploading so that YouTube knows. But then it would get abused and it probably wouldn't work anyway. People would just start using the satire button if they were being serious so the video could stay up. And and don't you think that people would like know that? Like, oh, well, satire is only allowed on the channel if they click a certain button. So like imagine imagine Hogatha. Oh, dear God. If people knew right out the gate that it was satire. First of all, Billy would take advantage of that if, if he found out that was even an option. So I wouldn't. I just realized you're in your socks. Okay. What? No, I just happen to look. Anyways, <laughs> I know. I'm in it's my random. socks too. If it matters, <laughs> I'm the only one that's actually got shoes, socks, pants, t-shirt, and all that. But anyways, no. Um. So I I I've been putting out there since the last time we spoke to you for people to drop some questions into the comment section that you know that want to get to know you or may have some questions about mines. So upon doing this, I was surprised. I really haven't got any. I haven't really had a whole lot of interaction. Um with a few of the posts I've made. Um, but this last one I did. So we want to pull a couple of questions and this is kind of a way for people to kind of get to know you a little bit more outside of, you know, just, um, you know, minds kind of get to know the man behind the, you know, the, uh, the platform. So the first question, if you want to read that, yeah, you can read okay, that so, one. So a uh, Cumberland girl asks, uh, when he's not working hard with social media stuff, what's his favorite way to spend time with family, like hobbies and stuff like that? Let's see. We definitely try to go on hikes as much as possible, building a lot of fires. Nice. That's for sure. I love having a fireplace. It's worth the money to buy the wood. <laughs> and it's, it doesn't, it, it, it's, I don't know. It's a mental thing. Uh, but we've been playing a lot of chess as well. I've been teaching my daughter chess, chess, and she's getting very good. She's seven and she hasn't beaten me yet. But now, when you were talking about come very close, <laughs> she's seven and hasn't beaten me yet. You you wear that almost like a point of pride. <laughs> like I haven't been beaten I by am a the seven house year old champion, and you know, <laughs> people don't want to fuck with me in this house. Now, do, now, does your wife play against you at all? Or she no? does. She has also she never won. Though I'm like, <laughs> my streak is embarrassed because the two time like two times my friends came over, they both beat me. <laughs> Oh, oh. So now when you were talking about doing uh, fires, were you talking outdoors as well? Bonfires, things like that? I do have an outdoor fire pit, but I've only used it a few times, unfortunately. Okay. Now, Damn. do you guys I mean, travel a lot as far as, you know, places that are close nearby? Or do you guys t- kind of take family trips all over the U.S. if you have the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we go to Vermont a fair amount. But haven't been traveling that much, to be honest. We yeah. we will soon more. Everyone's getting frustrated with me because I'm like, must work, cannot leave. Oh, and, you know, I can, we'll get there. I can only we'll imagine. There. I, I want to tra- travel the world. I want to go on road trips. We will. Yeah, I can. I, I, we're, we're kind of in the same boat. And a lot of it's got to do with COVID. And, it's a lot of, and, and when we do try to plan 
any kind of events. I know you've been having some issues with um, Anthony. You has been having issues. He's trying to plan this event with a cabin. He he paid for the entire thing, and like, well, a bunch of people were kind of backing out. And it's, it's it's become increasingly difficult to even find a place that will uh, is open during this COVID time. <laughs> you know? Well, what it was is I had rented um, an eight bedroom cabin up in Gatlinburg for my fortieth birthday in March, right. and I had invited a bunch of friends of mine. Um, problem is now that we've gotten into the month of February, I've had a lot of people back out due to health, um, related issues that kind of fall in line with COVID. Um, and then one in particular situation, you know, with Daniel's wife, you know, it's just now's not a good time for us to travel. And I thought, well, you know, to kind of take that burden off everybody of, of having to come to me and say, Hey, we financially can't do it. I just went ahead and said, you know what? No big deal. It's just my 40th. I'll stay home, be with my friends that are not doing well health-wise because those are the people I'd much rather be around, you know? And so I told Daniel, I said, look, I said, I'm just going to cancel the trip. You know, we'll do something here. I don't know what that's going to look like, but, you know, I'd rather be at home with my friends during the times that that have been difficult for them financially and emotionally. So I just thought that was the the better way to go. So, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, but that's too bad. It is, but I've I, I'm a pretty understanding guy. I, I get it. You know, you know, shit happens. That's just a part of life. You know, and what's not to say we can't plan something. You know, next year. So that's something you know for us to look forward to. Hopefully, by then, COVID will be long gone, or at least you know, uh, handled a lot better than what it is now. So, did you? You'll want- just cry yourself to bed a couple times. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yeah, not. Right. A, that's not a bad idea. That's ther- right. very therapeutic, actually. Just curling up in a little ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, in a fetal position. No, just a full on sob like yeah. where you feel like just it's it's so exhilarating i'm telling you it's great absolutely <laughs> god i highly recommend it I, I think the last time i cried was the show friday night <laughs> <laughs> but anyways i'm gonna have to send you that link bill that, oh, that was god. uh that was probably the funniest show we've done in five years of doing podcasting oh my, so oh my god yeah it was really good we but died and and just Oh yeah, you got to watch it. It's it's like all of nine minutes. Well, basically, in a nutshell, is we were reading an article about AOC, and then off to the off to the right, there was an article that kind of caught my eye. And what I thought was a a woman kissing another woman turns out it was a eighty one person orgy busted up by local police over in France for <laughs> violating COVID restrictions. <laughs> and the rest and, of the uh, show just completely fell apart after that. So. <laughs> that is a lot of people. Pretty yeah. much. Can you imagine that? Oh my god! Like I, I have a hard time imagining like the smells of five people naked having sex in a room. <laughs> Why would you even think that? I, I, I just think the smell's got to be terrible by the time you get. You only you would, th- you only you would think pe- of that. Eighty-one people in a room, all like trying to like avoid COVID nineteen restrictions. <laughs> but it was the way it was worded that just I, I could not stop laughing. I mean, it, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, really good. I'll have to right. send it to you. So, but moving on to the next question. Um, well, well I, I was just sitting there thinking because you were sorry. You were saying um, how you, you got this like mindset of work, 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 and I'm just yeah. I, I can only imagine with especially with everything else being, you know, shutting down people and people are like migrating over and and all the different pressures. I, I, I can only imagine what pressure you must be under right now to That's try to. It's just yeah. it's you know we have goals in sight which are just going to so dramatically help the app and help people communicate and so you know i want to just bite the bullet and you know probably for like the next six months just go super hard and get everything totally streamlined mostly what i'm talking about is the the group chat you know, file sharing Mm -hmm. and then all the new token stuff. But like, I I really think that chat is the core because that's what, that's what you're mostly doing online. Even if you don't realize it or just like on your phone all day, just like, yeah, all day, all day. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's, that's our big initiative right now. I'm really excited about it. So after that, I'll, I'll take a vacation. (laughs) <laughs> after after that man i'll tell you i'll tell you what honestly you you have a family and your family would much rather see you 
you know they're going to be they're going to be there for you if your if your app completely fails they're still going to be there for yeah, you yeah that's true you know if 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 everything just goes to total shit and i'm i'm not trying to you know put any kind of curse on you or nothing like that but just yes you are in in the end you know that that is the most important thing this man. is if, a hex if you need to take if you need to take a break i don't think anybody bill's calling it for what it is dude i'm just i'm Sorry. i'm i'm encouraging you if you need to take a break if your family needs you to take a yeah. break i am not going to blame you anthony's not no, no, i mean I, look i'm not you. working like this is your, all this weekend is, and I, I try to have clear boundaries. Good, like, good, good. Yeah. I, I'm not amazing at it, but, you know, once after dinner, I'm I'm pretty much done. My wife gets mad at me for, you know, even bringing my phone into our room, which I still do. <laughs> but she's a, she is so good at it. Like, she just doesn't bring her phone up at night at all to our room. Yeah. That's, That's incredible. That takes steel hands. I try you to talk. It. I try to talk my wife into taking the TV out. I would rather my room be like a sanctuary where I just I'm not. I don't want to watch TV in my room. <laughs> I don't even watch. We don't even have a TV in our room. I'm I don't a, have a TV in my house. Yeah, I just really what? No. Look at no. you! Wow! Look at you all progressive and shit. I mean, I have we have computer, but the the problem is that you end up like with a laptop in your bed, like on your lap, like radiating your balls. It's just like. <laughs> That's not ideal. So it's like you're sort of it's like, shouldn't I just get the monitor? (laughs) I'm still stuck on radiating the balls. That that was hilarious. I I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, you're probably better off getting the monitor. Well, that's the thing. Like you try to be like, oh, I'm not getting a TV. But then you end up just having a device like in your bed, which is kind of that. Yeah, that's it's even, true. It's even closer. You, you got to have that balance in your life, you know, a little bit of, you know, family and, and work. And so there, there has to be some sort of balance that kind of comes with that. But um, but yeah, I, I kind of I, I do fully support what Daniel said. I kind of went through a thing. And, and since the last time we spoke, um, you know, I, I did a complete overhaul when it came to social media myself. And I've really distanced myself from a lot of things here lately, only because it just seems like it's it's kind of healthy right now. When you're constantly fed all that uh, political crap and, and all the negativity in the world right now, it's just not healthy, man. It's just not. And you got to take a break, you know? So, but uh, yeah, kind of following up with uh, the chat, um, Messenger, are we still on course for the end of the quarter for that? Yeah, around then. It'll probably okay. be early in Q2, but things are, I like, I have a version of it on my phone, which. We still have a lot of back end work to do. Like I'm using it in a test build right now. Right. But nice. and you can share posts from the feed into chats. You can but we're still working on a lot of the key verification for the encryption. And yeah. So and the video stuff and the voice stuff. So it's uh we'll we'll get I, I wanna get more of like a beta mobile build situation going so that people can be on like the super experimental stuff on mobile. Right. Because we have that on can with canary minds.com slash canary. Mm. So you can kind of be yeah, we're already testing features yeah. and we're going to be putting a, a lot of the token stuff into there soon, but I'm trying to figure out, we're, we're trying to figure out how to do that for mobile as well, which is difficult. Like the, the, you know, the app stores have beta tools for users to opt into but obviously we're not having the best time with the app stores though i will say that we did put search and comments and everything back into the ios app um is there is there a consideration like the way facebook has it where it's a separate app from the main social media platform a chat app separate from it is there any consideration to that as being a, a thing or i'm just yeah we have talked about that but I think it's better to have it in. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I, was just, I was just curious. I didn't know if there yeah, was some, no, we, some benefit we, to that. We have floated that around, but I, I, I think typically it's nicer to have it. That, that was that always... Was that a Facebook floaty heads like pun right there you just made? I'm sorry. That was <laughs> no. bad. That was so bad. Not, it was. Not intentional. Forgive, uh, forgive are we going to cut this part out? No. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> on on that note, I did I did want to bring up one more question from um, the uh, our, our, our fans, listeners, followers. Uh, whatever community yeah. community um Rupees? yeah <laughs> so at ampers uh asks a lot of people post documents small print a lot of users have old eyes minor 81 years old how wonderful it would we have an 81 year old listener 
That's yeah. a thing. That's a thing. Wow, we do that's span. Cool. We do span the gap. Um, yeah. How wonderful it would be if I could use my fingers to pinch widen so I could see them clearly. I'm not sure. I'm sure I'm not the only person here with poor eyesight. Okay, so he's talking about zooming yeah. on the app, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You can do that, but we did this. We added this like swipe mode to the mobile news feed. So like if you tap on a post, it actually takes you into swipe mode and then you can swipe left to right. But I, I love that feature. You do? Yes. You sound surprised. Even, even the one in the feed? Um, you know, there's the there's the bar that goes across the top right. of mobile, which is sort of like stories-esque. Yeah. Um, but then if you are scrolling down the feed and you tap on a post, it opens up swipe mode yeah i don't know if you can see it or not but yeah yeah i mean i like it too and you can get to the full image if you if you tap on the uh ellipse kind of dot 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 drop down thing in the upper right you can Mm -hmm. click on like view image so you can zoom in but i guess he's saying more like i want to zoom the text yeah which i don't think that anywhere really offers that that's i mean hmm. maybe we could consider making the text a little bit bigger but it's not that small no i, th- I think um, uh, i think there are settings on your phone that you know any kind of stock text oh, or true. Whatever, that, that yeah i think you can, that's you can increase the a, size that that'd yeah. be on the on the phone side mm-hmm. uh, on there all right mr so. uh, ampers so uh yeah check out your phone settings oh yeah, yeah. They've, they've definitely got that i think we got one more on there too one more question oh one sorry question. my bad here i'm, I'm slacking well, you didn't put it here if it's there. It's on up. That's what I was pointing Oh. Out. Right oh. My bad. Okay, so last question from the community here. Um, Bongo Tez says, I want to hear more about the distributed hosting he mentioned in your previous talk. The one that sounds like SETI at home where you can, uh, where anyone can partially host a platform. Will hosts get paid in ETH? I think he would. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely a place where we want to go. I don't know about getting paid in ETH. It would probably be getting paid in mines tokens. Yeah, right. And then you can convert it over to ETH if you want. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of how the decentralized servers work now, we have multi-cloud clustering with Cassandra. And that Cassandra is our database and that's existing in multiple different clouds so that if we have an issue with one cloud, it doesn't even make a difference. Right. So from like a, a network perspective, we are safer in that regard, but we don't have like an app that any user can download on their desktop and like support the data yet. So okay. that'll be that's a longer term thing because... You know, you don't want to just run, like we're not trying to run our own blockchain because we have Ethereum and they're doing that. And there's no reason for us to do that because it's redundant. But so in terms of our data, it would probably look more like BitTorrent. So we'll see. I don't have too many updates on that right now, but it's definitely a place where we want to go. No worries. Not at all. One something I kind of want to mention to you again. I know we we spoke a little bit about this last time was live streaming. So ever since we last spoke, I have been on several interviews on on different podcasts or over on Minds, and the one thing everybody is really really wanting, and I'm seeing it in my comments and everywhere else, is live streaming on Minds. Mm-hmm. So I know you said you're, you're kind of projecting that towards the end of the year. Is there any updates on that is, that you might be able to give users to kind of to look at yeah so there's this company live peer we've been talking to which is like a decentralized streaming protocol and we are talking to them and so so we've sort of begun discussions and it's it's definitely something that we want to achieve um so i i think that we will hopefully be able to start working on it later this year it's just it's a lot man (laughs) i mean yeah yeah you know you've got like so much demand we're not we're not a huge team like a live streaming app could be its own company completely 
with nothing else. Yeah. And that's why that's what a lot of live streaming apps are yeah. that they, absolutely. <laughs> it's just, it's just that it's not like the whole social network, all the messenger, all the feeds, all the, everything else that comes with it. So I told it's, it's a blessing and a curse that people that we're in a position to, for, for people to think that like, Oh my gosh, it like it could easily have that. Mm-hmm. But you know, we just, we need to, we need to stay focused because half the time you have people saying, okay, yeah, just add this. And you know, then you'll be all set. But then <laughs> <No>. the, other, <laughs> the other people will say, no, 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 focus on what you have and just make it totally smooth. And I, I tend to think that we have a, an obligation to make what we have totally smooth. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of the MVP model where you focus on the, the, the just the one thing, make it excellent, make it where people actually want their other friends to use it because it's so good. And then, right. and then work on building out from there versus trying to be like a hodgepodge of a bunch of crap all thrown together that kind of works sometimes mostly for most well, people. But then you got a bunch of people that are pissed off because, oh, it keeps exactly. crashing, it keeps breaking here. This doesn't, this feature's not there. Why, when is that going to be? Ugh, I can, yeah, I can, because I can it doesn't, understand. I mean, it really doesn't do any good offer a service like that if it's not even functioning right yeah you know and i and i get what you're saying bill but i've just kind of wanted to mention that to you because i am seeing a high volume of conversation about it now you know with speaking with you i i've i've learned and i've understood there's a lot that goes into this which i'm thinking a lot of people may not know this i could be wrong i don't know that is a hundred percent fact that that people don't realize (laughs) how much it takes to even have the things that you don't even see work. Right. So, you know, would I love to be doing this right now on minds? Obviously that, that, that is a huge goal. And if, you know, there's, there's so much happening with, with, and you know, that's why we rolled out the, the video chat and groups and Jitsi actually can potentially have live streaming capabilities but also running the Jitsi infrastructure so that you can have live streaming mm-hmm. is very expensive and, yeah. and takes a lot of uh, maintenance. So we've, we've definitely been researching it and we want to go there. There's also like, I don't know if you've heard of this app clubhouse. Have you seen anything about that? I have mm-hmm. not. No. They're doing this audio chat situation so it's like a social network but it's only for audio chats Hmm. and that would be so annoying it's 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 working for some reason it's working you think that would be annoying i think it would be here like whenever i get like voice chats that i have to listen to on on a like telegram and no it's not voice chats like that it's like voice rooms voice room oh okay voice okay i got you yeah i thought that's been a thing already for a long time but i know but for some reason they've they've done it in a way that is working and like gotcha (laughs) i don't know yeah it's very it's very strange how certain things in certain contexts can work but then in other contexts they don't work it's all you 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 it's very sensitive the internet is very sensitive to things being just right and then mm-hmm. it'll pick up major viral steam but like something yeah. just as good could just get totally unnoticed in the wrong context and with the wrong wrong positioning yep you absolutely. could be too early to things I, I feel like in a lot of senses we've been too early on on some stuff especially uh, with the crypto stuff yeah exactly like i'm, I'm working yeah. on setting up so much infrastructure that i hope one day will actually benefit like pay off like the, the podcasting 2.0 setup that i'm working on right now that allows people to basically it's it, i keep calling it the digital equivalent to standing on the street corner with my guitar case open and doing a podcast you know people mm-hmm. can just put money in the in the guitar case digitally speaking and like it's, it's so far advanced that like nobody's using light lightning network yet <laughs> like Right. Like at least not your average listener, but eventually, you know, they could have it set up where when as they're listening to your podcast, they're tipping you. They can adjust the amount that they're giving you. You know, they can they can make it like a dollar an episode. If they listen to the whole thing, you get the whole dollar or whatever, you know, however they want to set it up. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But again, like you said, so far ahead of the curve that most people aren't even aware of crypto, let alone using it. I know they're finally starting to be 
aware of it. Have you guys been? Oh, uh, benef- have you guys been benefiting from this? I wanted uh, to, uh, this bull run. I, wa- well. I, I wanted to ask you about that because because <laughs> <laughs> we did we did a show we did a show a, a few weeks back uh, where Anthony was uh, asking kind of he's he's got some money sitting around and he wanted to yeah. uh, invest it in something not other, all of it uh, yeah <laughs> some of it at least in something other than just sitting in sitting basically under his mattress. You know, well, what it is is I have a, I have a large sum of money that's sitting in two safety deposits. Um, it's not; it's just sitting there and losing, silly, losing, silly, silly, losing value. I, silly I know, I know, I know. This wasn't a you know this was something I did about ten years ago um, in some properties that I had sold and uh, made a profit off of it. Put the money in in these uh, two safety deposit boxes. Have not touched them until recently. So we did a show about. Basically, basically, the show was about me learning how to use Bitcoin. I don't nice. know anything about Bitcoin. This is all new to me. Daniel's been doing this for more than 10 years. So when I'm seeing the value of the U.S. dollar basically worth nothing, um, seeing what Elon Musk has now done with, you know, his purchase of Bitcoin, the <laughs> $1.5 billion, holy shit. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, kind of seeing the jump that Bitcoin has made, you know, here recently, I'm following it only because I've been more active on mines and that's a good thing because had I not been in, you know, um, introduced to mines, I've never would have understood Bitcoin. Um, so kudos to Daniel for that. And, you know, kudos to you for, for the platform to be able to kind of provide me with that, you know, with that kind of education. So yeah, we kind of went step by step on how to purchase Bitcoin and yeah, this is something that's, and you bought it $10. Uh, <laughs> no, no, here, well, here's, here's here, the, uh, this is what I wanted to get to. Just, yeah. I, we're running short, but um, I wanted to, uh, point out I, I sent him i sent you a text i sent anthony a text yeah. <laughs> uh right after Leon, elon musk made that announcement and purchased 1.5 billion dollars worth of uh, bitcoin and i and i said you know if uh if you would have invested that fifty thousand dollars <laughs> last week when we were talking about it i was so pissed you'd be up to like sixty five thousand so dollars you'd be like sixty five thousand dollars right now don't wait <laughs> why are you waiting but it's, well it's because you know i'm not really doing it so much for me as i'm trying to set this up for my daughter for her future you know sure, and sure. Absolutely. i don't I don't know anything about Bitcoin. So for me to, to blindly go into this right. and dump 50 grand into Bitcoin, that's a little scary for me. I don't I, think I don't, you need to think about it like that. Don't don't think about it like you need to put it all in. But to hesitate and not pull the trigger on like, you know, 1%, 5%, 10%, you know, is at this point, I think with the market validation is just gonna hurt it's gonna it's it's gonna keep hurting every you know more and more fortune 500 companies are about to start piling in you know yeah uh, yeah like we we all all they're all going to be taking a position we're already seeing like massive institutional adoption and so i don't think that um you know learning the tech behind it is something that takes a long time yeah and i don't think that you all all you kind of need to know is that it's a decentralized ledger that is public transparent open source mm-hmm. it's basically a, a bank powered by the planet and it's cryptographically secured so that you know, it can't get hacked. It is and, the it is well, the uh, financial equivalent to the social media issues we've been dealing with lately. <laughs> well, for me, this was did you that know, make sense? Did that make sense? A little bit, but <laughs> for me, th- this is something I just kind of wanted to get my feet wet before yeah, I made yeah. any kind of big jump. Now, with that being said, when we discussed it on the show about me purchasing Bitcoin, literally two or three days later, Elon Musk did what he did, and everything just kind of went out of control and i'm and i'm i yes i'm kicking myself in the ass currently right now for that no it's not too late though but, don't, don't even worry about it everybody right. does it but <laughs> in your opinion how much do you think i sh- uh, now this is asking financial advice from bill Ottman, but how much do you think i should invest right now in bitcoin put it this way i don't hold cash really right i i mean i only hold enough cash to pay bills and rent and stuff. I, I, I don't see like there's this, um, 
there's this cool app and I don't, I'm not trying to shamelessly plug. I have no connection to this company, but it's called BlockFi. BlockFi. And it, like Coinbase invests in them. Coinbase is one of the biggest crypto exchanges, centralized exchange. Fuck which, Coinbase. You know, has its own issues. But BlockFi, basically, you can earn 8.7% interest on just holding stable coins. Stable, and stable coins what? are backed by dollars. So, so you, there's no volatility in stable coins. Okay. So just by putting 50K in there, you'll be earning 8.7% interest on that. Do you just think it, sitting there doing nothing. Do you think it's smart for me to invest all of it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's I, mean that's I, I, I had someone ask me this yesterday, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take the bait. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm just asking because you mentioned the He's, fifty thousand. That's why I was asking because that's what I was looking to invest. No, it's at some it, the point. thing is that like there's no reason to keep cash in a bank. Right. It's doing nothing for you. I, I, I it's know. actually <laughs> losing value, right. and that's why like Michael Saylor at MicroStrategy invested five hundred million into Bitcoin, like all of their corporate cash, they basically put into Bitcoin and it's wow. like tripled in value since he did that. Yeah, And cause it's, it's, you know, the purchasing power is shrinking. They're printing more money. There's no reason you wouldn't just move your dollars into stable coins, earn 8% interest, and then I take like, dude. take like 10% of that and put it into like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I forgot. I completely, because I don't really mess with uh, stable coins. Stable coins is basically a, a crypto that's meant to track with US dollar. So regardless of what the value of the dollar is, it's, you're just basically putting your US dollar into a crypto based thing. I, I guess for me, it is. I, I think what it is, is I've worked hard for that money and I would hate to lose that amount of money. I yeah. know it's, you know, I know it probably doesn't seem like a whole lot. To well, you already people. are. I know, but <laughs> it, it's just, I'm trying to be careful because yeah. this is what I've worked for. This isn't so much for me as, as it is for my daughter. So I'm just trying to make sure that I've got her future lined up in a position to where she's going to be okay. Yeah, yep. That's what I'm thinking about. That's first and foremost. So, yeah. so what, whether it's crypto or not, or it could be anything really. I mean, Any just, kind as, of long investment. As, as long as it's not USD is where I'm pointing people. I'm like, look, I don't care what you invest in. Just get it out of USD hey, quick. Do me, um, <laughs> do me a favor. Hit me up on Mines, Bill, and just send me some information of what you use to buy Bitcoin, and then that sure. way I can go ahead and look into it and do a little bit more research. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, look, there's risk. Yeah, anywhere you hold your money, and you mm -hmm. kind of just need to to weigh that and look at what's happening. Yeah, it's right now, point. and good things point. are moving very quickly, so you don't want to kind of get paralyzed by worrying too much i mean there's so much validation now it's crazy yeah. i mean dude the bit the, the richest man in the world and one of the top companies in the world just put like 10 percent of their treasury that's ridiculous in. it is like that's, that's, that's insane what do you need what more do you need i know Hey, right. let me let me ask you. Um, Somebody's got to kick me in the ass over what, that ledge. Is what they got to do. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's not so much that you just need to take the time to get more educated in it. I do and to where you yeah. feel comfortable and like you f understand that. Yeah, this is a big deal. Like I'm doing a lot of research yes. when I'm sitting at work on lunch yeah. at three o'clock in the all, morning. I'm all, reading. It, it, it's also like you download an app on your phone. That's it. I have just discovered a nice little pathway between setting up a cash app to buy Bitcoin and then sending that Bitcoin over to KuCoin app and then using that KuCoin app to play around with investment bots and things like that. I haven't started playing with investment mm -hmm. bots because Bitcoin's kind of on a run, so I've kind of left it there. Um, but there are bots that are set up that you can kind of have it, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can kind of play around with it, have it, you know, buy and sell for you constantly, like microtransactions. Yeah, I've been but, spending a lot of time just doing yeah. a lot of research, you know, so... So I did want to ask you, Bill, this uh, this this whole Wall Street bets GameStop thing. Like, mm. what did what did you think when that started going going off? Like, what was what was your <laughs> what did you think about that? I got really excited. <laughs> that, so did I. Like, he was okay, the first person I thought about. <laughs> the markets are coming alive. They have no chance against us now. But then, you know, Robin Hood blocked it, um, which they had. They probably had to from you know, some kind of third party settlements partner. I'm, I'm, they hearing, had. I'm hearing they were instructed to do so, to block it off. 
Yeah, I mean, it's instructed slash, like, you know, they aren't necessarily in control they're they're like a middleman yeah so but i i I think they communicated horribly and they screwed a lot of people over because by by not giving proper warning that you know they would have to slow down investments all these people piled in and then they couldn't buy more and then when they when they cut off the ability to buy more GameStop right that caused the price to tank because mm-hmm. and ev- and they only allowed people to sell so then people everybody sold which so everybody who, who who had just gotten in you know the momentum of the movement got choked by the establishment yeah. yes so you know it would have kept going and so the the little guy got got hurt by that which is sad but you know honestly investing in are you kidding are you kidding me i mean yes a few little guys did get hurt but how many people got woke up to the financial system and like how this game's really rigged and played oh absolutely i mean like how many that's why i'm excited about it it's way uh it's it's ultimately great news for showing the power of crowdsourcing investments Mm -hmm. taking taking out you know corrupt hedge funds as you know the the people banding together online and how like the the people can move markets like that yeah. that's insane yeah. yep. and it's yeah. awesome and so you know there's a little some people who who threw too much money into GameStop at the last second you know they got they kind of got screwed but ultimately a huge hedge fund that was shorting this brick and mortar company got screwed too so that's good um <laughs> Yeah, and, they'll just pop back up in another form later, but that's that's yeah. just, that's just the point that they can do that. <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm looking at the fact that what's exciting for me is this is the this is the time to strike for a bunch of this as crypto advocates can be like, look, there is something that does work just fine that you don't have to worry about this bullcrap that you can yeah. just absolutely. You and know? and if you if you follow a bunch of the the mods from Wall Street Bets, they're all saying you know move to Bitcoin, move to Ethereum, Dogecoin. I mean, the thing the thing about Bitcoin is that or Ethereum is that there is a decentralized finance market. I mean, that's kind of what Uniswap is, and you all all of these tokens are trading. No one can stop it. There is no middleman. It you know the market never turns off. Yep. Yep. You don't have closing time. <laughs> Yeah, there's no closing time. No, and that's just where things are moving. It's it's crazy. I mean, this has been a total revolutionary year for crypto oh already, yeah. and we're just getting yeah. started. Yeah. I mean, twenty seventeen. There's this really interesting Bitcoin model called the stock to flow model. If you go to the site planbtc.com, it's really good research about um, you know like actual. Financial analytical research about Bitcoin and it, it what it what it shows and it's been very like almost dead on accurate so far. The way that over every like four years the rewards to the Bitcoin miners halves, right, right. called the having, and I always call it the havening, the havening, <laughs> and and then. <laughs> Typically, like a period of time after that, the price will will jump, and that it's it's been dead accurate in terms of the price since since Bitcoin started, and so well, it's just basic. It's basic math. It's basic math. Yeah, that's that's and, that's and, what that's what I love about it. It's like you don't. It's just basic math. You can just look at the math and go, oh, okay, that's a solvable problem. Versus you know. Printing, the printing of USD, you're like, oh, I have no idea what the <laughs> how many dollars they're going to print this year. I have no foggiest idea what they're right. going to do. I don't know what the next well, move is. Well, well, now we know there's like another trillion and a half dollars that's about to get pumped in, and it, it's a perfect storm. Yes, I mean, supply there's going to be a major percentage down. of that mm-hmm. money that that people just throw right into crypto. Yep. I've I've already I've already come I'm already at peace with myself that I will never own a full Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I really am. I just don't have the funds to put into it. Well, when you told me that I, could, on it. that I could own a full Bitcoin, I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah, that but was so bad. The, uh, like when so I heard, green. I heard, I heard the the top. If you if you own one full Bitcoin, you're in the top one percent worldwide. 
and think about that if that does it's become it's going to be higher than that imagine gonna, being the top one percent in usd like how, how rich you are you know like they they well yeah i mean <laughs> and that's yeah, just there's, it's still there's early. gonna be a new a new financial elite right oh absolutely yeah. absolutely and yeah daniel you know you got uh you don't have much time before that uh that 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 50k becomes uh, oh my not god. a bitcoin oh my god <laughs> That's insane. I'll have to. Yeah, it's, I might it make is some a, moves it is a big, soon. It is a big. Jump. I understand that's scary. I mean, that's it, it such is, a terrifying man. thing. Like I'm you scared can for keep you. Cash in your in your safe deposit box, nice and safe for a really long time. To the idea of moving that into this, you know, dematerialized thing. I that, have not seen that cash in ten years, Bill. Like literally, it's been sitting in there. I have not been up to Springfield. To go to that bank and walk into that vault and look at that money. It's been 10 For the most part, I have forgotten about it. Well, great. I, I now know, you just let everybody know that you have a cash safety deposit box in Springfield full of $50,000 somewhere. <laughs> I didn't tell them which bank. Anyways. <laughs> How many banks are there in Springfield? Like actually, four? quite a few. No, there's more than that. But my point is... <laughs> My point is, though, is is I just I've I have not had a reason to go up there to look at it, to get any money out because I do well financially, so I'm not I don't need it is what I'm saying. So with everything going on currently in the world and the way that it is right now, with with them printing so much money, it's just like and the more shows we've done about um, Bitcoin and crypto and everything else, it's just like okay, well, I've got some money. Yeah. I realized I remembered I've got some money. I've lost probably my ass in the last 10 years with that money just sitting there in that bank. You you have come a long way in the crypto stuff cuz like a, a year ago like when I brought up the just the topic of crypto you could just see his eyes roll in the back Dude, of the head. I didn't he even want to do a show about crypto. I did not even <laughs> want to just talk about it at all. It bored me to death, dude. Now I'm like, come on, come on, give me some more to Yeah, what do I you know, <laughs> where, where can I where can I move this money, you know? So, You're not the only one. But just well, before Well, look, we, I mean we we want our our resources to work for us. And this is something that, you know, I haven't even fully woken up to until the last few years. And like, I was in Bitcoin back in like 2013, but like, right. I, th- I don't know if I told the story on, on your show, but I paid for a steak sandwich in with half a Bitcoin. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's a $20,000 steak sandwich right now. now right um, now. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't think about that. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was just, I, I was in, like, I knew it was going to be big, but I didn't have the awareness to you know leverage what i had fully to benefit from it and use my resources to you know get my resources working for me this is like why investing is so important no one's getting wealthy saving in a savings account it will never happen you like you could maybe no you can get well off but you're never going to accelerate your assets about to yeah. about once a, a month. higher level yeah about once a month well, I'll get a little notification hey you got one penny worth of investment earnings in your bank <laughs> like I, I'm like I, w- I want to call my bank and say look if you need that penny that bad you can go ahead and keep it it probably cost you more for the for the computer yeah, the uh, energy uh, to, no. <laughs> like keep your penny guys <laughs> well hey before we uh, let you go because we're yeah we're a little uh, past schedule but um, before we let you go currently what, what's been new with mines I know we talked about mines plus and revenue sharing what What's been that looking like over the last month since we last spoke? It's going great. I mean, like we're near a thousand people in Minds Plus. People, it's it's working really well. People are, are are making money, and right now everything is heads down on the new token rewards and the new wallet, the new. Um, do you have some time to kind of explain that? Or? I actually don't. I, I, am, yeah, it's all good. I, I have, I have no, a 10 o'clock, but yeah. we'll hopefully next time we're on the token stuff will be out. Yeah, that'll be perfect. It'll be a really big deal. So yeah, I really appreciate it guys. Anything, anything else you want to hit on quick? No, no just uh, if you guys have any questions for Bill Altman, I'll, I'll kind of clip this up in its own little segment drop a comment um i might get more feedback if bill reminds it maybe <laughs> i seem to get a lot of interaction oh when sorry that, yeah no so. i didn't um yeah no next time i'll 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 share the, the i'm just i'm just the question you, one i'm just messing with you i'll get i'll get it out here pretty soon but no, it, yeah okay. listen i appreciate you're a busy dude man come on just yeah I, I, we, we know that 
<laughs> I do appreciate you coming on this, yeah. the, you know, every, once a month and having these updates. This is very helpful for the community as, as, as you know, as a whole. And I love talking to you. You seem like a really cool dude. And I just want, I like to get to know you more. So look forward to our next chat. Um, yeah, man, it, we got to do, maybe someday we'll do an in-person. Where, where what city are you in? Around Nashville, Nashville, around the Nashville Tennessee. area. Dude, I would love to, to bring, bring the fam down to Nashville. So I've never been there. I, well, I'm, I'm maybe when briefly, when I went to Bonnaroo, no, you were in Manchester. That's like an hour away from Nashville. It's like yeah, 30, I know, but like I think I might have flown in. You flew, you flew, flew in, in. Yeah, you flew into B and A, which is like twenty minutes from Nashville. Okay, so, no, I know, I didn't, I didn't experience it. No, are you guys Bonnaroo lovers or haters? I have been several times. I've never been. So, yeah, to me, I love it. Now, here recently, it's not what it used to be back then, but right. it's still enjoyable, and I still love it. I love music. Dude, I festivals. had amazing memories there. I like, I was like seventeen, went there with my best buddy, like you know, it's a different reality when you first go to a music fest. I mean, back then now music festivals are a little bit more commercial, Yeah, but it's still like, it's a total other world. Like there's no laws. Like people are walking around with like giant, you know, buds. Like yeah. it's just crazy. Like you're like, how is this happening? I mean, you're 17 years old and you know, I just remember riding back to the airport, like in the back of a pickup truck. And I was just like, this is so cool. I was hey, like, I'm cool. Did you also know that the same weekend that Bonnaroo is going on? So is CMA Fest in downtown Nashville. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. If no, you I knew didn't that. know so that. So two of the biggest music um, festivals in the United States are going on on the same weekend. So but the, are they? Ha they're not happening, are they? Not this they? year. Not this year. I don't yeah. believe they are. But if if it, once they kick back off again, hopefully maybe next year. Yeah, it's usually the same weekend that they have both events. It's crazy the amount of people in Nashville and Manchester. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, I would have never been able to see you know Neil Young, Bob Dylan, mm -hmm. all of those yeah. types of bands like back to back. It's so incredible. It, you know that's special stuff that you know those guys are going to die soon, unfortunately. So. All right, man. <laughs> Great ending note. Um, no, no, yeah, no, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel very uplift, uplifted. <laughs> no, just if you ever come to Nashville, man, we'd love to hang out with you, spend some time with you. Uh, maybe like a do a, I don't know, like in-person show just, or something. Just say so. it, a three-way. You want to do a three-way with Yes, three-way with Bill Ottman. <laughs> hey, real quick, when you guys do get live streaming up and going, we would like to be the first ones to do it with you. That would be cool. That'd be cool as shit. I don't I'm know down. what... That's I'm down. Awesome. That's a, that's a good yeah. target for, for our in-person have live streaming ready. Sweet. All right. That would Launch be awesome. I can, I, I commit, I commit that to you. Once we, once we have live streaming, the debut will be on the unframe of mind live. Woo! in person. Y'all heard it first right yeah. here, baby. Well, they haven't heard it yet. Cause it's pre-record. Oh, well <laughs> calm down. God damn, man. You like ruin a wet drink. I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Rock on. Thanks All for right, having Bill, me. We'll have see a good buddy. one.